0: Finish your Oreo. You have to start sometime. All right, all right. The golden Oreos.
1: They're so good.
0: Sellouts. That's what they are.
1: I believe you told me that I was the most boring individual and that the golden Oreos proved it last week when I had one. It's true. You know what else is true? The fact that you, my friend, made a big stink about how you weren't going to buy an iPhone 4S. And what did I see on Twitter? Twitter. You should have known coming to this podcast today that I would have said something to you. And I I wanted to say something yesterday when I saw your tweet, but I was like, nope, I'm saving it for this show.
0: Okay, so truth be told, I do, in in fact, hold a very nice looking iPhone 4S. It is snazzy looking. I love the white. The white just looks better. Sure, it's got this little black thing on top, but (laughs) who cares, you know? Yes. They needed it, so I buy it. It doesn't look, it doesn't take away from the design. And the white bumper just compliments it. They needed so it. I hope we well. are not
1: talking about your money because I'm sure Apple doesn't need. Okay, so the story goes, we had an
0: iPad and I sold it and I sold it for the price for this. And we needed an upgrade in the family and my sister wanted my old phone. So I said, perfect. I'll just get this phone. So I'll tell you, the dictation alone is worth it.
1: Oh, listen I, to this. I'm just listen saying, to this. the
0: dictation alone is worth it. Siri herself for itself. It's quite unreliable. Actually, there will be numerous times where I try to say something, and they'll be like, I'm sorry, I cannot take your request right now. Can we hear it? Yeah, definitely. On the air? <laughs> yeah. So, Siri, say hello to weekly download. Oh, or not. Hmm. See, so sometimes it pings back to you and says, sorry, I can't help you right now. Maybe ah. I should turn this up a bit. So it's spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. What's the spinning mean? I mean, it means thinking. Oh, Okay. Oh. <laughs> Rejection, right. right? So so that's my point. Like, you know, it just it's flaky. But the dictation when it does work, it is very spot on. Like I've sent, you know, full 160 car- 160 word SMSs, no problem. Nice. With nice. like one or two corrections.
1: So you, can you tweet with it?
0: Y- so you can't tweet with it unless you do the hack or workaround which is adding oh, okay. tweet to your address book and that is 40404 right, and then right. sending a text to Twitter. I wonder since it was
1: baked since Twitter is baked into the OS. You now. would think
0: that they would build that in but no. And also Facebook can be done in the same way. If you set up Facebook with your phone, you could send a text to Facebook which is updating your status on Facebook. Right, right. So it works, but I mean I've used it just for dictation. Like when it comes to like making doing all that phone calling or whatever It's okay. It's a novelty right now, and I'm getting used to it, and it's exciting. But the dictation thing is going to be what sets this apart. Like, I want to see if I can set up a uh, weekly download email port and email and blog directly by email. It's definitely possible, but the problem is as soon as I click send, Mm -hmm. then it's going to publish it instantly. It doesn't save it as a draft. I want to be able to save it as a draft so I can come back to it later and edit. See, that would be ideal. Right. So I think I can figure that out somehow, but still working it out. But
1: Interesting. Well, I just wanted to give you a hard time really fast before right. we started the show.
0: <laughs> Weekly download episode number 21, potentially sponsored by you. If you'd like to sponsor us, check us out, weeklydownload.com, and click on the sponsorship link. Thanks. So my name's is Drew and this is Chris. We are going to start off with the top download, which I thought would be the Meg Whitman thing about what happened to WebOS. Oh, right. right. Since we were on the cliffhanger about well, that. Well, that was
1: actually kind of a big downer anyway. We'll get to the end. But
0: more interestingly is Flash has come out of their cave and has decided that they don't want to support mobile Flash anymore. They're I done. wonder why. They're done. So the piece that stood the test of time, Mr. Steve Jobs' thoughts on Flash, was completely correct. Right. Nobody showed Apple anything that worked. Nobody showed any platform for that matter that flash could work i've seen flash on android
1: and it's pretty clunky i've seen it on everything it's awful
0: it's awful so even adobe admits that and they're saying well and here's the here's the headline here's what it says flash to focus on pc browsing and mobile apps adobe more adobe to more aggressively contribute to html5 so so really they haven't really said that they're going to ditch mobile but if you keep reading it and kind of get the main gist of it, it's basically we're not doing Flash Player on mobile anymore. Right. Adobe they're, Air. They're is making apps, it's gonna Yeah, be.
1: that they're going to, in order to use HTML5 and sort of aggressively take that.
0: And I mean, standard. okay, why can't you just, you know, be like, hey, we're not doing Flash anymore on the mobile, but we're still doing it on PCs because it still works. Right. There's several arguments that can be made for Flash being useful in general, right? No, oh, yeah, absolutely. There are many, many sites that look great on Flash. But, I mean, HTML5 is has more and more support, more and right. more... Right, I think
1: that it, we're going to see more and more it become ubiquitous across the internet. I
0: mean, WebKit is becoming more and more useful. It's becoming easier to develop on. jQuery is becoming really powerful... It's just not needed anymore,
1: right? I mean, I think that it's. I wouldn't even say it's a bold statement. Say in the next five to ten years, Flash is going to be. Almost oh irrelevant. no,
0: it's must. It's probably going to be like two years. Right, right. That's so especially uh, with Adobe Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Adobe Air is going to, you know, play nicely with the iPhone. I mean, they do have that. What's it? You know that.
1: The cross-compiler? Yeah. yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't know if there has been any success with that. Or, I haven't I, don't, seen I haven't heard anything, much about it because, you know, originally
1: but, Apple blocked it. And then they came back and they said, "Ah, fine, you can do it. Right. Like, to keep apps from being crummy.
0: But, you know, I mean, everywhere I go now, it's <laughs> always available in H.264 video right. or uh, in its own way supported. Uh, where was the site? Oh, I was watching Sunday Night Football and I don't have Flash on my computer, and I could watch football. The really? whole app was written in HTML5. Nice. I mean, that is just awesome.
1: Your 4S is going off.
0: So, like, I can actually say to read this text message, but I won't. But it okay. reads your text. All right. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so that's Flash. And, you know, play, the, play the music. <laughs> okay, see you later.
1: All right, so... What a letdown this was. (laughs)
0: Cliffhanger from last episode. We didn't really know what this was going to be. Um, Basically, HP has a couple of choices with webOS. Either they keep it or they sell it. And they decided to go with option (laughs) E, none of the above, slash C. This is not an option. I really don't know what to do.
1: So essentially, they've said, we have to figure something out. We're not figuring something out. HP CEO
0: Meg Whitman, formerly the CEO of eBay, it's really important to me to make the right decision, not the fast decision. If HP decides to keep WebOS, we're going to do it in a very significant way over a multi-year period. She added, it's a very expensive proposition, but HP can make that bet. So basically, she's saying, I think she's saying a couple of things. One, HP has a lot of cash. So if they want to spend it and they think WebOS is worth it, then they will. Or at right. least according to Whitman. But the second thing is, yeah, we're bleeding, but I think we can hold off going to the doctor for another five years. Basically. I mean, here's WebOS, which was basically a cash cow when they developed it. It's not going anywhere, not making any money for them. Most of the WebOS
1: staff is leaving,
0: and she's saying we want to keep it for a little while,
1: Maybe possibly well i mean what do you do at this point i mean some people have valued it at what they bought it at 1.2 billion dollars was that right something like that i have no idea and they're estimating that you know they'd sell it off for two or three hundred million so that's a pretty big loss it's a huge loss
0: but like i said you know it's all about stopping the bleeding right unless you have a firm strategy and you really think this can beat incumbency from apple and
1: windows and android i i feel like they probably had to just get rid of See, it to
0: me i wouldn't get rid of it i would use it in the way i have been which is with their printers no operating system is on the printers like WebOS, and how effective it was with those printers i think that's really the way interacting with printing has been so antiquated it hasn't right. changed in years there's physical buttons and they do certain things but you know, if you have a webOS printer, imagine that... The, I remember seeing that demo where you could print directions right off your printer. Right, right. Or, there's and, a whole interface. I mean... Yeah, or you could print a photo, like, by putting in an SD, looking at it, editing it on the
1: printer. That, to me... it's It's incredible. You don't even need a computer connected to it. Right. You just plug right in and do everything. It's like... I mean, it is having a computer inside your printer. So... If that would be the only thing I can see myself, and that's a cheap
0: investment, and it puts you way ahead, and it's what your core competency is in. Core competency. In printing, it's either yeah. in printing or it's in making laptops, and since you aren't even sure if laptops aren't <laughs> your big deal, but you know what printing is, might as well put it in the business that you know what you're doing in. So, I don't know. I guess I've... we'll
1: be posted about this. Um, it's a never-ending saga. Yeah. Uh, Oh, what? Oh,
0: I guess it's older news now. But uh, when it comes to Apple part orders, they're actually decreasing the part orders on their iPhone 4S and iPhone 4 because they use the same parts. And basically because there was reasons to believe that there is a shortage in supply in the key components and they may have guessed wrongly as to how many iphones how many they, they actually need yeah. now i don't know to me this this is huge like this is some huge news that wasn't picked up by a whole lot of people just a few people i saw a few people sort of
1: give it a little bit of attention but
0: but like when you think about this this is saying two things that one their estimates were wrong even though they guessed what their estimates are and never before on a conference call apple comes out and says we are going to sell this many units right And come to find out, nope, they're actually decreasing their part orders, which means they're decreasing their shipments, which means they're decreasing the amount of iPhones they're going to sell. Interesting that
1: all this is happening post-Steve Jobs. Well, and I mean... And we noticed their stock is down a significant amount from where it was a few weeks ago.
0: uh, Yeah, and... This doesn't only have effects on Apple and, like, basically what they're trying to ship out the door.
1: But But these manufacturers who have built plants around building these iPhones.
0: Exactly. Especially Hon Hai or Foxconn. Right. That is a plant that makes a lot of parts for a lot of different companies. But for Apple, it's their main cash cow, right? Right,
1: right. And they're opening that plant in Brazil specifically for Apple.
0: So, I mean, it could be the case that the iPhone is not very successful... But, you know, it is in some ways. Like, what's interesting is that they only have to ship out 4% of iPhones to get 50% of the market share profits.
1: Right, right. And there was an article released earlier today that said Samsung or Android was overwhelmingly winning in market share lately or, you know, purchased this quarter. However, uh, they still overwhelmingly have the profit, like, lead in profits. So I thought that was relatively interesting. I also thought it was interesting that uh, when I read this article... It was talking, um... I completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Come on, man.
0: I know. Come on. I know. Okay, well, while Chris finds his thought, we're moving on. But I I do want to say that this could also be a sort of... um, you know a predictive move in the sense that the iphone 5 is actually going to be redder, or ready or faster oh, right
1: oh but what i was thinking was the iphone 4 and the iphone 3gs were still the best-selling devices like single devices android mm-hmm. may have had the the right. biggest share this quarter but right. the iphone 4 and the iphone 3gs were still the best-selling devices right. so i'm
0: you know but i think this is this this um this news may be indicating that they're pulling off because they're wanting to put more focus on the right, other the iphone 5 yeah but who knows? We'll see. But it's definitely an interesting uh, little side note. Um, you linked to this.
1: Oh yeah, it was just a little interesting. I I recently I shouldn't say recently over the summer Comcast had that deal where they were doing 9.99 internet for um, student or parents who have children on free or reduced lunches and now um, the fcc has come out and said we actually want more people to do this and they're trying to push for almost every broadband carrier to do this and for them to push access for cell phones and all kinds of stuff and
0: this is a good idea yeah i think it's decent but should the fcc have any say on what privatized companies do with their uh, internet? i
1: think that this comes down to a whole <laughs> other debate uh in a whole other realm because right. uh net neutrality will probably not be going away anytime soon which mm-hmm. was even mentioned in this article
0: right Right. Didn't they just have a vote on that?
1: They did. Uh, net neutrality is still pushing forward. Mm. Verizon's still suing the heck out of them, trying to stop it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely the way things are going, especially in America. Yeah. With people having internet access. And most of them, by the way, on a mobile device at that. Right. right. It's becoming cheaper to access the internet. Bandwidth is, is not as sacred anymore. Right. You know, it used to be the case that you had to pay an arm and a leg just to get 28.8K.
1: But now you can pay, I mean, $40 a flat and, get, fee yeah, or...
0: and get basically unlimited access. Right. Downloading things in seconds. It's so, true. and especially on a mobile device too, where you don't need that much bandwidth and you can still produce great quality content, like our show, for example. Exactly. So, all right. Good luck to them on that. All right. Um, you also linked to this. Or did I link to this?
1: I don't remember. Yeah, that was you. Oh, this is more about the... This was exactly what I was... uh, The gaming thing. Like, we were following up on that. So, once again,
0: uh, this one from MacRumors says that basically, the iOS and Android, in 2011, they have 60% of the portable gaming software. Meanwhile, the Nintendo DS has shrunk to 36% down from 70 percent in 2009 two, two years ago the sony psp remains irrelevant <laughs> so if there's ever been another article <laughs> to let you know that you should probably switch your strategy nintendo it would be this one anything you want to say about this
1: it was like i said in my article that i posted in my short little blurb was essentially saying this is just backing up exactly what we said last week so exactly. I'm backing up my facts again. This is sad.
0: This hey. has been going on for 20 episodes that we've talked about this. <laughs> I know. I mean, and since, Nintendo since still since hasn't July, gotten it.
1: And there still hasn't been nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Maybe we should write to Nintendo.
0: Uh, I think they've got plenty of people writing to Nintendo. No, I guess that's In true. a bunch of different languages. That, that's true. I mean, what's is more sad? That Nintendo hasn't woken up or that HP hasn't woken up? Or that Flash just woke <laughs> up? I mean, that's, the, that's what the story is, right? Which Wake company... Up. <laughs> is still zombies in the way they run things. Uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify. <laughs> Let me quantify. Let me uh, not quantify. Let me qualify this statement by saying that I was listening to uh, the talk show the other day, actually on my drive. And John Gruber said, uh, Dan Benjamin asked him, hey, what would you do with HP right now? He's like, fire him. Fire everybody. Fire the board. Fire the sea levels. It's completely fire everybody. I mean. I, whatever. You know what? I'm all, I'm all for like changing a management and changing a guard or whatever.
1: But seriously, like. They're doing a poor job. Well, they're doing a poor job, but you can't just they, holocaust an organization. I mean, it, it almost happened to Apple in the mid-90s. Look at how well that worked out for them. Almost, but it really didn't. It I was mean, like there was a pretty people. significant management change, though. Well. Yeah. I don't know. But But I don't know which one of them is going to wake up first. I don't know. Well,
0: okay, so Adobe's already woken up. But there's still zombies in other ways. There's still a lot of things that they still haven't figured out. I think they've kind of lost their direction. I mean, another thing that John Gruber talked about was the fact that Adobe has no idea really what their, who their target market is anymore. Used to be the case that they were for strictly professionals. Right. Now they're trying to market it for most of anyone. Hey, you can do Photoshop too. With but Photoshop Elements. The, 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 the reality is apps are taking over, right? Mm-hmm. Small apps. Like, I just bought an app, and I'm not afraid to say this, on the App Store. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> on the App Store, there's one app that's called um, Colors Flash Studio. Um, here it is.
1: Oh, the Mac App Store. So,
0: the Mac App Store. And basically, you take an image... And if it's black and white, you just kind of start doing this paint action and it brings out the color in it. Interesting. And, okay, yes, you can do that in Photoshop.
1: Yeah, it's possible. But you have to it's create a layer mask, you have yeah. to create
0: all of that stuff, whereas this does it in a heartbeat.
1: And you're still getting the product you want, like the output that you want. Exactly,
0: and in some ways better.
1: Right. You know? Because you don't have to worry so about what you're doing.
0: for those of us who aren't Photoshop gurus, which I know Photoshop and I could have done it in that app, I would prefer paying 99 cents for an app that does it really well, does one thing really well that I use frequently, and that is using a co- black and white image and bringing out color in right. a specific spot. Right? And
1: I'm sure it's mostly for quick design things, so you're not worried about absolute perfection. I
0: mean, even on uh, on the CyberShot, uh, not CyberShots, the PowerShot S95, those cameras, mm-hmm. I saw someone take a picture of something and isolate the color of it on the camera.
1: Right, yeah, my camera does that as well, my digital, so, my so point So what
0: I'm saying is that that, is oh, enough. Yeah. I, I want to be able to do everything in pre production, not post. I know a lot of people who say different, and if you say different, you're probably an Adobe person.
1: You're probably wrong. No, I'm just saying. You're probably I'm someone
0: who likes
1: to do things and well, have I mean, fine green control. Right. There is a level of control where you're going to maybe get a little bit more out of it, but for the average end user, it doesn't matter that much.
0: I think Apple, too, has sort of made this decision in the sense that Final Cut, you know. They push the new one, and they're looking for people who
1: want to use Final Cut out of the box. Right. They don't want to have to learn trainings three years later. Oh, I know Final Cut. They know
0: their market. Their market is people who want to get started pretty quickly. And Adobe should take the other end. Yeah. And I think that is a completely valid argument. Totally. Hmm. What are you good at, you know? What are you good at? I think that's the question we all have to ask ourselves from time to time. Anyway, so... What are you good at, Nintendo? Making games. Yeah, you make the consoles to sell your games. But the fact of the matter is, maybe you should start thinking about your games a little differently. I saw on Mac App Store, uh, Arkham Asylum. Never heard of it. It's a Batman, the Batman game. Oh. It's a nice game. But anyway, it's typically, it's traditionally, it's not owned by any platform like Nintendo. It's not a brand. It's just across all of the, you know. But on the Mac App Store, it's for $39.99. Now, you can get away with that kind of pricing as yeah, it oh, turns yeah. out, if it's a good game. Now, thirty nine ninety nine is probably, like, the maximum. Top, yeah. So if Nintendo were to come out with some sort of, you know, Mario, first of all, it would be really weird, right? Like, I went <laughs> going back to earlier, anything that's Mario that's not on Nintendo
1: seems a little weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, but if Nintendo's making it, it's probably not that bad.
0: Right. And you could sell that Mario game for pretty decent price. Probably $10 less than
1: you're selling it for everywhere else. I
0: think what it comes down to is that just... Thinking about, you know, Mario. You think about a controller. You think about like a physical controller and and playing around and doing all those crazy buttons. But, you know,
1: that's the reason I haven't bought Grand Theft Auto Three or whatever four, whatever one's in the Mac App Store because I'm so used to when I did play video games, I played it on the Xbox and I couldn't imagine playing without a controller. Grand Theft Auto and
0: those kind of games, they. They can be played on a PC and you can enjoy them a lot. Actually, you can enjoy them in some ways even more. So what I'm you're
1: saying is I should spend the $15 and try it.
0: If you've never played Grand Theft Auto... Is Grand Theft Auto 4 on the Mac App Store? I don't remember
1: which one it is. Let's see.
0: I think it's 3 and Vice City that's on the Mac App Store. I just
1: remember when it was both a big game when it came good out games. and you brought it up. Well, both
0: very good games, but you're not going to like them if you've never played it. Like oh, Because in today's, you know, in today's world... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh look at this! That's pretty cool, ADD moment. Looks like Dragon Diction's available on the Mac now. Yeah, it's interesting. Saw that. But, what, but but uh, if they're sandboxing sandboxing all the apps, I wonder how this how long this is going to last. Hmm.
1: Probably not long. Anyway. <laughs> but Grand Theft Auto III, I loved playing it on the Xbox. I oh, loved, you did play it. Yeah, it was it was what turned me on to See, the Grand here's Theft Auto. See, City, Vice City's for fifteen bucks. Oh, I'd pay that, I guess.
0: I was playing it on the ps2 the other day it looked awful because i played grand theft auto 4 yeah so if you've played like new games and whatever you're gonna hate it. no see i I like old games well okay then maybe you would enjoy it but um and i think that this goes back to the nintendo thing why not release the back library the things that people would love it if anything it's gonna funnel people onto your platform Yeah, It's a way of saying, hey, check out our old games. If you liked our old games, you're probably going to like our new ones.
1: Uh, I think Atari had a good idea here.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Okay, public service announcement. If you don't want to be mapped or your wireless access point to be used by Google to help other people find their way in a space, then you can add underscore no map at the end of your ssid and google will not pick out your wap for usage
1: for you selfish people out there so who want people to get
0: lost personally okay so i've always been okay so here
1: we go are you a skeptic i knew it i knew it i knew
0: it i have always been wishy-washy or like i i haven't made up my mind on how i feel about making my home uh wireless public for people to use. Some people are like, yeah, why not? Free internet for everybody. And some people are like, I don't want you hacking my stuff. I mean, like if I took the time to maybe secure my internet in general, right? why not? But, but then again, I'm like, yeah, but you're going to take away my bandwidth, blah, 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 blah. I, this is just a sidebar from the actual point.
1: I have my, as much as I was just harping on you and I usually don't care about people who see my data and things like that, but because I keep all of my music on there and I keep all my backups on my time capsule unit, i lock my exactly. because everything is on that time capsule so could like couldn't you just file vault all that with encryption you, well i thought about you can have a guest account on the time caps and i thought about opening up my guest account just for fun like so that people can have my internet whenever they want yeah, oh, like there are there are two oh, radios mm. so you can have one radio do one thing and one do the other mm. it's really pretty nice hmm. yeah but well, i i have no problem with google using my router to exactly What was the big deal uh, i don't know I'd rather, I'd rather them use my router it's, it's, than knock on my door and say I'm lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: so there you go.
1: It's just a what? You were? Nothing. <laughs> all right.
0: No? <laughs> I lost it. Okay. All right. So there you go. We've, uh, we're, we're here to help you. Weekly Downloads here to help you. So, all right. Well, that's the
1: show. <laughs> what Let an be. anticlimactic ending. dun. dun, dun nah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? I want someone to sponsor us. That's what I want.
0: Okay. And how do they do that?
1: They just go to weeklydownload.com forward slash sponsorship. Or there's that nice sponsorship tab. Okay. All right. You got it. Yeah. So that was Weekly Download episode 21. I'm Chris. I'm Jerome. And we'll see you next week.
0: Bye.